0: Welcome to the ERMI Podcast. This is Joel Applebaum, the Chief Content Officer at ERMI. And in this episode, we bring you a snap talk by Janice Hiley, District Education and Outreach Coordinator for the Indiana Farm Bureau. And for over 40 years, ERMI has been an industry leader in educating and informing insurance risk management professionals like you. We now offer an exciting must-have resource, Agribusiness Insurance, you can go to ermy.com and get a free demonstration of the product. Our reference guide provides an unbiased analysis of agribusiness coverage forms and best practices for agricultural risk management and insurance programs. A must-have for agents who handle ag business, farm business, as well as underwriters and insurance carrier folk. Go to ermy.com and select Request a Demo today. So how familiar are you with calls, puts, and futures in the agricultural world? In this Snap Talk, Janice breaks these terms down with real-world examples of how farmers use hedging to make themselves whole financially. Settle in for this Snap Talk discussion.
1: Hi, my name is Janice Hiley. I am here today at the American Farm Bureau National Convention. and I just am thankful for the opportunity to share with you folks just a few minutes about agriculture and why it's important to me. I work as a risk advisor for Strategic Grain Hedge. I am located in Indiana but have clients all throughout the Midwest and when I cross paths with Donna, you know, she said she would love to hear more about what a risk advisor does and what does, you know, someone who advocates for farming, what, what does that mean when when we're talking those two bullet points? So if I could just start, I think, with what I do as a risk advisor. So I am an advisor to the farmer who helps him with his cash sales along with hedging. And you might say, whoa, okay, I'm, I think I get cash sales, so that's who I sell my commodity to. And break that down one more step, what is a commodity? A commodity can, it can be cattle, it can be dairy, it can be produce, it can be corn, soybeans, popcorn, So any of those items that fall into the food chain most likely are referred to a commodity. And several of those commodities are hedged on what we refer to as the Chicago Board of Trades. So my role as a risk advisor and working with the farmer, the main commodities that I work with is corn, soybeans, and wheat as well as popcorn. But I'll come back to popcorn here a little later because it's a little more complicated because it's priced just a little differently. I'll start with pricing corn and soybeans. And wheat, as I said, are traded on the Board of Trades. And if you've ever had the opportunity to visit the Board of Trades in Chicago, it's a great opportunity to stop in there. But a farmer... He sells his corn or soybeans or wheat. He gets to choose, for the most part, where he sells that product. The exception being as, for example, popcorn. Then we even get into the complicated terms as what we call specialty crops. And a specialty crop is like a popcorn, seed corn, seed beads, because some beans and corn are raised to be just that, to be used to resale, to sell back to the farmer to plant for the next year. Other products, other corn and soybean products, and this goes for wheat too, they can be raised to be put into production. So for example, corn, we make corn cornmeal. Another corn byproduct, we make ethanol. Ethanol is blended with our gas. Soybeans, we have byproducts from them. Sometimes we sell bean mill. We sell biodiesel now is really becoming, so what we're doing, taking a byproduct of, of the soybean and blending it into our diesel now. But so depending on what the farmer is why he's raising and what's what he chooses to raise, which is mostly the farmer's choice because of their location or things such as that, that they will get the opportunity then to price that commodity. Because when you're figuring on your profit and loss statement, you want to know when you're working with farmers, they need to know that this can be profitable for them. So, then this comes into the risk advisory of this. And so, pricing, let's just talk the corn. So, say a farmer is chooses to raise what I refer to as commercial corn, meaning it's probably going to go into animal feed or it's probably going to go into ethanol. So, he picks the place where he's going to sell that price to. At the ethanol plant, he calls up the grain buyer, he agrees on a price with that grain buyer based off of what the Chicago Board of Trade price is trading that day is how that price is determined. And then that farmer also has the opportunity then he can also put trades around that. And this gets a little more in-depth. You can do calls Puts and futures. So, calls and puts are referred to as options. Futures are just that. Straight futures they trade penny per penny on the board of trade. But the whole point of hedging and the cash sales is it gives farmers the opportunity, as I'm sure you know in the insurance business, that you know you want to make sure that 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 farmer's price it's in the profit and loss area where they need to be to pay their bills and, you know, actually make a profit to make a living off of doing this. And I got a little sidetracked there, but I guess I'm trying to say you can do straight cash sales or you can actually do the hedging around it where that is then tied into the Board of Trades. On that same thing, so when I'm talking hedging, a great purchaser. So say that you're selling to the ethanol plant and he definitely hedges because he's referred to as a first purchaser. And a hedging is where you're trying to eliminate the high and low of the market. So for example, you know, soybeans from high to low this past year was almost at $3.50 range. The market price was $3.50 from the high to low. Well, the farmer can afford to be the, sell his, his grain at the low of that market, nor can the first purchaser, such as the ethanol plant, afford to buy that corn at the highest level all the time. So how do they how does the farmer, how does the the first producer such as the ethanol plant, how do they control the highs and lows of the market? And that is through this hedging where we do the options and the future. So that all works hand in hand, whether you're, you know, because farmers nowadays we run our business and I say we because yes, my husband is a farmer, though I work outside the the home here as this as an advisor but we run our farms as businesses so just like someone who is purchasing our product it's very important that we are doing all we can to maybe not price at the high of the market but we definitely don't want to be at the low of the market so when we talk about go back to hedging a little bit when we talk about hedging, let me, the definition of, of a call is, or the, the point of someone buying a call. So you can buy the call, you can sell the call. So when you're buying something, you're protecting when the market goes up. When you are selling, you're protecting when the market goes down. When we're doing calls and puts, it's we're buying and selling those options, and you can buy calls and puts, you can sell calls and puts. And you also hear people referring to that a lot as bear markets and bull markets. So, depending on if you were able to sell that grain at a pretty high price, then or if you sell, Let's say you sold your corn $5. Let me give an example. That might make it easier. Say you sold your corn for $5, but you think the grain market, the board of trade, is going to go to $7 corn. So I could then sell it to the ethanol plant for $5, and then I could go to the Chicago board of trade, which this is done through a broker, and you would buy a call. Because I think that even though I sold my corn at $5, that's profitable for me. But I think everything I'm reading is telling me that market could go to $7. And I don't want to leave that $2 sitting on the table. So I would then go out and buy a call. And you spend a certain amount of cents uh, because they, they are quoted on the board of trade calls and puts are, and so whether it's 12 cents, 20 cents, you would know that exact cost. They trade in 5,000 bushel increments. So you buy one call, you could protect 5,000 bushel of that corn for 12 to 15 cents, in the event that if the market goes up, then in that hedge account, uh, yes, you're not making the difference up on that price, at the elevator where you sold that at the ethanol plant you still get the five dollars but in on paper in that hedge account you are making that money up in that account so then you make a dollar on paper you sold it for five dollars well when you do the math of that then you end up with six dollars and I know that's pretty complicated and I'd be glad to share that with any of you that want more information or basic hedging 101. Sometimes it's easier to show it on paper versus to uh, talk about it verbally. So thank you for the time of listening to me talk on Marketing 101. And I just want to put a, a quick comment in there then back in regards to the American Farm Bureau Convention. So we are the american farm bureau on the incorporated side of american farm bureau our job is to advocate for farmers and we do this at the state local and national level and when i say we're advocating so that means we're out there fighting for the rights of farmers because farmers we feed the world and we got an upcoming farm bill you know that's being discussed here at the national level and we just want to make sure that everyone's voices are heard because that farm bill that contains a new nutrition program it contains parts of the insurance program but that all starts you know here at these events such as the American Farm Bureau convention if you'd like more information reach out to Donna and she can let you know how to get a hold of me and i really want to thank ermy for the opportunity to talk with everyone today.
0: Thank you for listening, and be sure to follow the Ermi podcast in your podcast app to get new episodes on agricultural risk topics. In addition, we have many free educational resources for agribusiness insurance professionals like you, like a monthly newsletter with must-have information about what's new in our Ermi resources. So go to ermi.com and sign up today.